Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey, hey everyone. everyone. It's Kristen and Nicole. And we're back with another episode of Damn It, I'm Dating the, the podcast. podcast. So what are we talking about today? Well, we were going to be talking about Dan. Taking a deep dive into Dan. However, AKA the liar. Hmm. Do they all have nicknames? Do you have nicknames for all of them? Only the ones that are worth remembering remembering for, you know, triggering reasons. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That is absolutely excellent. Uh, I think it kind of like lends itself to what we're going to talk about today. For real. Um, we are derailing from Dan because... I was completely derailed by the audacity of men over the last 24 hours. I can't make this stuff up. I wish I were. Um, The chaos that has been living in my text messages and my DMs for the last 24 hours is arguably the stuff of nightmares. Or living in America? Dating in America? Like just being a woman... In America, um, I mean, the biggest threat to a woman's life, even in the United States, where theoretically we are supposed to be respected, is an intimate partner. Yes. So men are the biggest threat to a woman's life. Yes. That is a terrifying, humbling, and incredibly problematic statistic, especially as someone who's raising boys. I had a conversation with some incel the other day. Um, about how the most unsafe place for a woman in the world is in her own home with her partner where there is a gun. And he did not believe me. And he was like, says who? And I was like, I don't know, like the CDC and like. Anybody who's ever done a gun study? Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, the UN actually was where I got my information from. It's just like a small organization. They're kind of like grassroots. They don't really know what's going on. Um, you know, it was a really, United what, Nations, whatever. What do they have to say? Um, and I was like, "Here's the research," and he was just like, "Oh, oh," because <laughs> he thought he could take his conservative ass over here and blurred word vomit at me, and I would be like uninformed. No, sir, I come with cited articles, and I have an annotated bibliography for you. And uh, how did planning that date go? Oh, it didn't happen. <laughs> Shocked. He he made one, and then he made he actually asked me on a date, and then he kind of latched on to the idea of having hate sex with me, and uh, didn't let go of it. And I was like, dude, if you just want, like, that's not what I'm after. And he kind of like went quiet, and I was like, lose interest there, did you? And he goes, yeah, kind of. I. You, I was kind of hoping to get some sex, and uh, that's not going to happen. So I, I won't keep asking you. And I'm like, dude, gross. So what is hate sex with a stranger? Just getting murdered or assaulted? Like we just have completely opposite views of everything, and like we argue about it. I end up being right. Obviously. He gets mad about me being right, but we have chemistry. So like, like when you hate someone so much. But, like, you're also attracted to them. Yeah. I guess I've only ever had thoughts of hate sex with people that I knew. Yeah. uh, In order to have a valid, you know, reason to even have a conversation. You haven't lived life in the apps, Nicole. It is. It scares me. It it, it accelerates things very quickly. People, when I say people, I mean men. Men um, are so quick to jump into wanting to sext and like that is not where I'm at like that if that's where you're, you you want to do and that's how you feel like you do you no judgment but when I tell you I'm not giving you my number unless you promise not to send me dick pics or nudes or anything like that nobody because I promise you I will never ask for it nobody wants a dick pic and every single one of them goes, oh, my God, that's disgusting. I can't believe anyone's done that. And I said, well, I have to say it because someone before you ruined it for everyone. 
And then, I don't know, like maybe a day later, they start getting into like talking dirty all the time. That's not better than not than sending a dick pic. Like that might as well be the same thing. It is in the exact same vein, pardon the pun. Um, but like, I mean, don't I mean, you would think that these men have access to porn. We have the World Wide Web. Why and are they sexting people porn. that they don't know? Porn doesn't even cost money anymore. I know. That's what we I'm get, saying. You can get it for free. Yeah. This guy I was t- matched with on Hinge like a week or so ago. We made plans to get together this week, which was like one week. Mm-hmm. One week from meeting, from like mm-hmm. talking to each other to like actually meeting in place. Let me find the text message that he sent to me because I want to fucking stab myself in the eyes. Here we go. Um, talking about where we can go to dinner. And he goes, then we'll find a place to get cocktails and food and chat and laugh and maybe even brush my hand against your knee. And I was like, I sent him the gif of Andy Dwyer in the office when he like realizes that um, someone is pregnant and like, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. And he goes, which part sounds good? And I was like, I think it all sounds okay. He picks a place and then I go, oh, well, that place is great. And he goes, will you wear something cute? And I'm like, the fuck does that even mean? I was like, are you looking to date me or just get me into bed? And he goes, you already asked that question. And I said, I did. I'm just reconfirming because your line of questioning does not align with your original answer. Correct. And he goes, LOL, I'm looking to date you, of course, which hopefully at some point will involve getting you into bed and elsewhere. Kidding. (laughs) No. Really? You weren't kidding. Ew. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. So then I was like, aside from that, I was like, maybe he'll be better in person. And he's just like out of the game for a while, which he has been out of the game for a while. So like, fine. Still barf. So I told him that like I was available that night instead of or like that day I had some plans cancel and I could be free an hour or like a week earlier. And he goes, I wish, but my oldest is coming by to work on college stuff and like sends an angry face emoji. And I'm like, dude, our kids are literally the most important thing. This is the red flags. This is immediate. No, immediate. Immediate No, no. exactly. Immediate. No. And I go, if you're afraid that I'm going to get snatched up in a week, I can assure you that is highly unlikely. To which he says, ha, 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 Okay. It's more than I'm just anxious to see you in person and flirt with you and distract you. Exactly. Oof. Distract Surprise. me from what? Uh, our conversation. My safety. Yeah. So then, like, he kind of peters out little here and there messages once back and forth or whatever. Haven't heard from him since Friday. So I said, on Sunday, I sent him a text that said, lost interest already? Crickets. And then today, I was like, I'm feeling extra spicy. Since I'm fueled by all of this other rage that is bubbling up from the audacity that I'll be sharing with you. And I go, cool, cool, good luck. That's it. I just say, cool, cool, good luck. And I unmatched from him on Hinge. And he goes, hi, sorry. I met someone and have been out a couple times. And I want to give it a shot. Best of luck. In 48 hours, you went from... I cannot wait to see you. I'm mad I can't see you sooner. I've already been out with someone a couple times. Again, what? the audacity of what? This, what is happening? This feels like a mirror situation minus the act you didn't actually meet him to <laughs> the, do you know the guy I'm thinking of? The think one so. where you forgot to wear your ring and he was like, oh, he, he. I wasn't um, wearing my Moldavite. Yes. And he works in the restaurant business. We'll say that. And you went out and you had this great time and you were supposed to meet, I mean, two, maybe two days later and all oh my of a God. sudden, yeah, I'm comfortable you, with not rescheduling. Yes. You have to tell that story. I am oh still shooketh. Oh my God. I'll never forget that. Yeah. He, we had like this great first date. Um, and we went to brunch at like a place I love. I hadn't been on a first date in like a while. This was over yeah. the summer. Yeah. You'd have and- a dry spell. Yeah, I had like a long dress. I mean, to be fair, I was seeing someone for like three months and then I wasn't seeing anyone for like two months. And then I started seeing someone else for three months and then I stopped seeing people. So like, oh, no, it was very much a warranted dry spell. By dry spell, I mean like (laughs) peace. Yeah, it was calmness. It was a peaceful Uh, time. 
it was peaceful. <laughs> Don't mess with my peace. Um, so yeah, we had this great first date, which was like, we clicked again, also met him on hinge, which maybe that's I just the red flag. Uh, yes. So I just rejoined hinge after deleting it after this debacle that had happened over the summer, because I was like, this place oh. is full of fucking idiots. I hate this. hinge. I hate hinge. So I was like, I've been off of hinge for like six months. Let's give it another shot. Like freshen up the, the, whatever it is, the, the stack. dating pool. Yeah. Maybe they've refreshed the the cesspool of dating and hinge. No, no, they've not. Same trash is in there as there was before. Um, but now I have to rematch with and like re-swipe on these assholes all over again because I deleted my account and started again. So yeah, had a great date with this guy over brunch. Like we had a couple cocktails. But when I got there for brunch, like he's we were meeting at the bar, mm-hmm. which I love sitting at the bar. So like such a good experience. It's one of my favorite reasons to go to the airport. Yes. I I love love going to the airport and getting a Bloody Mary and like a breakfast before I fly. I just love sitting at the bar at an airport because the people watching is like fresh. And the bartenders always have good stories. Oh, and they're usually so friendly and nice, Mm -hmm. but not in a creepy way. No, not in a creepy way. Yeah. So like I got there to see this guy and he like immediately stood up and hugged me. And like, oh, okay. Which was like so sweet. I was like, right? oh, yeah. like, and like a really good hug. He's you know, like I a love little... a good hugger. I know. He was a very good. He has like, he was a runner, like runner's body, like slim. Mm-hmm. And he had like a lot of chest hair. The reason why I know this is because he had like the top quarter of his shirt unbuttoned. Ew, that's a red flag for me. I, well, it was like, I didn't know if it was like a, a hippie thing. Or if it was like a 70s thing. And man, hear me roar. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. After I got to know him, I was like, oh, no, that's like harmless. This isn't supposed to be like overtly sexual. Um, Like at the end of the date, I offered to like pay half. And he was like, well, I don't want to take away your agency. But like I I was planning on paying. And I was like, oh, no, by all means, I will let you pay. Like that's totally cool. To be a woman, please pay. Yes. But like I had a really good time. And I know what he does for work, I make more money than he does. Fair. So I offer to split, which I never offer to pay. Correct. So like that tells you how well the date went. Right. That like I was like, hmm, I I'd invest in this. Before we go on, I need to know what is your stance on chest hair? Is it a yum or a yuck? And I won't yuck on your yum. I just want to know. Honestly, I don't have a feeling one way or the other. I'm not grossed out by it. Okay. Fair. Um, but it depends on who it is and how mm. they care for it. But like, it doesn't bother me. Fair. Like if it it creeps me out a little bit if some grown man is like smooth as a seal. No, that's fair. I think what it is <laughs> for me is I think it's the display of chest hair. Like it's like something like, to be proud of. Back hair is really where I have feelings. <laughs> I'm body hair is natural right so I really don't have any like qualms about it you know one way or the other but it's when it's on display like it's a beautiful piece of art something about that just like really frankly creeps me out it reminds me of like 1970s porn stars or something (laughs) and I I just can't let it go it's the same I'm kind of into that I could be a mustache is, unless you're Ted Lasso, it is not working for you. Well, even in Ted Lasso, I love the character, but the Mm-mm. mustache is a no-go Mm-mm. for me. Mm-mm. He can get it. Mm-mm. Roy. I Roy. I Well, yes. But also, Ted Lasso can get it. Like, Shit, in- I would take Jamie over Ted Lasso. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ew. Exactly. That's how much Ew. the mustache just is like no. a big giant just- yuck. That mustache is chef's kiss. I am on board with it. Very few people with a mustache can I get on board Absolutely zero. But he did not have a mustache. He did have the 70s hair. And I can get down with like the 70s porno look a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. it's kitschy. This seemed more innocent than that. Yeah, this was more like earthy, crunchy, fair, hippie kind of guy. Um. 
And so we leave and he walks me into my car. He asks if he can walk me to my car. Well, that was Yes, kind. absolutely. Green flag, green flag, green flags. Like red flags that did come up during brunch were that he had a roommate or two because okay. he had broken up with his girlfriend that he moved out here with, like didn't have, doesn't have family or anything. And so he got a place with roommates because like it's very expensive to live out here by yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, she was, ma- she, I guess was the, the one making the money. So she kept the apartment and he doesn't make as much. So like for him to live on his own, it was very unlikely, um, which I get that. I respect. Uh, I'm not coming to your place is what that definitely means. Uh, I'm a grown ass fair. I have my own place. I have my own three bedroom in Cambridge. Like I'm not, I'm not going to some guy's house with his roommates. I'm not going to do that. Mm. Like unless his roommate is like his brother and they bought this place together. Correct. Or it's a reverse harem situation. Yes. I will. You know what? My reverse harem. I will a hundred percent. Yes. That's (laughs) totally on board with that. Mm. Anyways, what were we talking about? So that was the red flag during brunch. So that or was one red flag them, during one of them that like he didn't live by himself because he couldn't afford to. I was like, ugh, this is not great for me. Like he does, he's in therapy, which like yes, that's a green flag for me. Absolutely, please take therapy. That's we stand very serious. A man thing. who goes to therapy. Mm-hmm. So then, I he asked me if he could walk me to my car. My car is like I don't know twenty feet from the restaurant. So I was like, sure. And he goes and walks me to my car and I'm like, I can't tell if he's like really into me Mm -hmm. or if he just like wants to be my friend. Fair. Because he like hasn't made a move on me, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And also like super sad that I'm conditioned to expect men to like put the moves on me. Absolutely. My first thought. Over brunch. Like that's, that's, that's my red flag. Um, Why didn't you touch me? Society's red flag. Society has failed me. Um, It's failed us all. So he walks me to my car and he was like, I'd love to do this again. Like, I'd really love to take you out again if you want. He goes, I know your schedule is busy with your daughter and everything. But like, if we can find a day, like, I would love to to take you out again and and see you. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I thought he was kind of just paying me lip service because he didn't even kiss me goodbye. He hugged me goodbye. And, like, a really great hug. But I was like, mm, he's just not that into me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got in my car. And I drove home. And as I'm driving home, I get a text message from him saying, like, this was such a great day. I'm really great. I'm really glad that we got together. I can't wait to see you. Let me know what your schedule is like next week. I'd love to see you sooner than later. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. That's not what I was expecting. I'm pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. So he and I start texting like this is like a Sunday and we're texting every day. Okay. And we're supposed to get together on like Wednesday or Thursday and we're texting. And the night before he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm like very excited to see you tomorrow. Like I'm really looking forward to like spending time with you. Like we were, I don't remember what we're going to go do at this point. It doesn't matter. And I was like, I'm really really looking forward to it. Um, and he was like, I'm really excited to see you too. He goes, I'm really, I'm like really giddy to see you. I'm I'm so excited. Like unprompted. He had actually said it first. And I was like, I'm really excited too. So like that was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night before we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Next morning, like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Have a good day. Whatever. I'll talk to you later. And then around somewhere in the middle of the day, I sent him a text and I was like, hey, how's work going? Like, are we still on for seven? Do you need to do 7.30 or 8 instead? Like, I'm right. flexible. And he's like, no, we're good. We're good for, for 7, 7.30. That's that's totally fine. We're good. Um, That was at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I start to like get ready. Like I go and take a shower. I'm about to get in the shower and my phone goes off. I look at my phone and it's like, it's like 5.15-ish. Mm-hmm. So like, Less than two hours and we're supposed to get together. And he goes, you know what? Things blow up at work. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, make tonight work. I'm really sorry. And I was like, oh, well, that's a bummer. Um, well, I'm free Friday and Saturday if 
either of those work for you instead? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, I'm comfortable not rescheduling. I think you're really great, but like, I just have to be honest. I don't think that this is a the right match for us. I'm sorry, what? How did we get from... And like when I shared this story over the summer, everyone was like, okay, but like, what did you say, Kristen? Or like, what did you do? Like you weren't, you were ignoring science. And I'm, I literally read verbatim text and I'm like, he's saying he's so excited. Can't wait to see me. Giddy, like has a huge, massive crush on me. And then less than 24 hours later, it's, I'm comfortable not rescheduling. So here's nothing happened in between those. So here, here are my initial thoughts. Actually, now that we're revisiting the story, obviously he was dating somebody else at the same time. Mm. Definitely. But what I'm wondering is, were were you totally right about the chemistry and he got you in, in his phone messed up with somebody else? I don't think he actually was seeing someone else because the amount of time we spent texting each other. Mm-hmm. And I hate this like stage in, in dating because like it takes so much time, but like literally hours, hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours we were texting each other and like rapid fire. It's not like I text you and then I hear back from you 10 minutes later. It's like you constantly see the double dots, triple dots oh, no, or whatever. No, for real. But I mean, by so dating I somebody else, I mean, I, I don't think you were the only person off of the app that he had gone out with. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this could have been over like a period of time or something, or he met someone that night at the bar or, or I mean, maybe wherever he, met he so- was. Maybe he met someone at work that day could. because literally that's the only place he was mm-hmm. <laughs> from the time he told me I have a big crush on you. I can't wait to see you again. Or his Dude. ex came back into his life. I mean, it I, could be a number of things, but it's just very know. odd. Oh, he was divorced. That's what it was. They oh, got they divorced. Were divorced. Oh, okay. They got divorced. That's what it was. Um, they got divorced. His ex definitely did not come back to their life. <laughs> like, but like something like that. Yeah. My take on it, at least, is that he realized that I made a lot more money than he does, mm-hmm. and that I like kind of care about how much money people make because I had live a certain lifestyle, and mm-hmm. I'm not willing to change it to be perfectly honest i'm just not um and i wasn't particularly worried about it because if it worked out it worked out if it didn't it didn't like i'm not trying to get married it wasn't exactly it's a second date it's not like i'm waiting for you to propose to me um so I, i was willing to like get to know him a little bit more and the more i got to know him the more i liked him Mm -hmm. so it was just very like confusing but the actual statement i'm comfortable not rescheduling i think a state is a is a statement that will live in infamy in the him and i'm dating world because uh i men have said a lot of things to me mm-hmm. that was a first hmm. that was That's a fair. first hmm. <laughs> well what i think is so interesting though about it is that i i i and of course you know i love to like just of course overthink things because that's who i am but I usually I think that there's just like a really simple answer to most of these things. Like, mm. not that I disagree with you to to say that, like, maybe the money thing didn't play into it. But I I guess I just think that it was probably something a lot more simple than that. Like in the in the less than 24 hours, I think somebody else just came into came his life or came back into his life or something like that happened or you were right and he was kind of like faking the chemistry that he that was there and that he he also felt like hey this could be a friend but he Mm. wasn't honest but that statement does live on and on and on on and on a lot actually on and on and on and on yeah so then that leads me to the audacity of men of this week And drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. So aside from the, what will I call it? The expected apps, Bumble, Hinge, OkCupid. Uh, I would love to be on Tinder, but I got kicked off like a year ago. I don't know why. I've tried to appeal it. They don't tell you why you get kicked off of Tinder. They don't let you appeal it. They don't let you fight it. I've tried to set up another account. And it gets rejected. And then when I ask them about it, they're like, no, there's no account with that phone number or that email address. 
you shouldn't have a problem creating an account. It's somehow I do. <laughs> so Tinder or anyone that works at Tinder, um, I would love to work with you guys because I actually prefer Tinder for a dating app, to be perfectly honest. Did you accidentally date someone who works at Tinder? <laughs> Jesus. <piss> them off. <laughs> I don't think so. I definitely <laughs> do. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that when Charlie and I broke up, mm-hmm. I think he maybe saw me on Tinder and like reported me or something. Oh, absolutely. So like that's my that's that's what I think happened. But like there, I, there's no recourse. So I don't have anything I can do. So I would love to get back on Tinder. I loved Tinder. It was easier to use. They can't actually send you dick pics on Tinder. They can send them to you on Bumble, just so you know, which is ass backwards. I don't know. I think the people on Tinder are just, I don't know. I I enjoyed it much more. And what I don't like about Bumble is that, like, I don't like having to make the first move. I I hate it. Literally hate it. There's nothing I want to do less than have to be the one to make a first move over a fucking app. I hate it. So, like, my curmudgeonly like grr with bumble i miss tinder hinge was like my compromise between the two but hinge is usually the people that i have met um have been very shady off of hinge i have not had anyone that i've gone out with from hinge go past a first date um because it was like they've been creepy um Mm. and like one guy I think was like doing lines in the bathroom during our date. Oh my uh, God. Yeah, it was weird. He was from Poland and I didn't know that like English was his second language. I did not know. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like we'd been texting for like a week and it never once came up that like, hey, I haven't been here that long. Or hey, I like to do lines in the bathroom while or, we're hey, on a date. I have I brought some blow with me. Do you want to do some? Like share at least or at least offer. Don't be shady about it. Don't be shady. Um, sure. But yeah, anyone that I've met off of Hinge, it has been, it either has gone nowhere or they've been shady as all hell. Um, so that's my bugaboo with Hinge. Uh, in addition to that, I'm on a couple other apps that are like unusual um okay so that so that leads me so before we get into more audacity of men for the ignorance out there who have not been on any kind of dating app and actually did online dating prior (laughs) to their long-term relationship or marriage Mm. let's go through the other apps so there's tinder which happens to be your favorite and somehow you got knocked off of it yeah um bumble you get dick pics Mm-hmm. and you have to initiate correct correct all right and then hinge is and then just like shady ass people like who are comfortable not rescheduling their dates or okay. um ghost you for two days you don't talk to them for two days and suddenly they have a girlfriend okay hinges uh like slogan is like we're built to be deleted because they're like where relationships are supposed to come from dude you're built to be deleted because you are garbage <laughs> You, yeah, I hate you like a booty call service. Yes, I also hate match.com, which is just match now. Mm -hmm. Um, but why? Why do you maybe have negative feelings towards match? I think my negative feelings towards it are not what you expect them to be. Okay, I can't wait. Where I think you expect them to be is because that's where my ex came from. Yes, but also that ended up working out at least for a hot minute. I mean, yeah, we were together for 15 years. That to me is a successful relationship. Um, I don't like match because it, the, it's like a cesspool in there. Like the quality of people is not good. And then they repurpose the people on there onto their other platform stir, which is supposed to be for single parents. Wait, I'm I'm sorry. So, so the reoccurring theme for Mm. all of these apps are cesspool. Fair. They're all accessible. They are. They are all accessible. Different the kinds only... of cesspools, though. Yes, yes. Okay. The and and the ones, the other two like normal ones or like mainstream ones that I'm on. Uh huh. Okay, Cupid, which like is still kind of fringe. What I like about it is that you can see like 
you answer a bunch of questions and like you can see what your compatibility is with someone. So like okay. it kind of cuts through the bullshit, which Fair. I do like. And I have dated some people off of OkCupid and like had decent relationships with them or like did not have bad experiences. I would recommend OkCupid over Hinge and Match any day. <laughs> Literally any day. Um, that says something. Yes. I'm also on uh, Coffee Meets Bagel. <laughs> well, I've never heard of this one. Okay. Um, so Coffee Meets Bagel. I have some friends that have met their partners or spouses on there. The quality of people on there is much higher. Like there's a lot of doctors, attorneys. I was going to say hipsters. No. Interesting. Like maybe a little bit. Like there's like, like people the that work. Like successful hipsters? Yes. Um, Interesting. And like the interface is kind of weird to get used to. I honestly haven't really, I've connected with maybe two people that I started talking to. Okay. Which makes me be like, am I the problem? It, it, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, okay, okay. We love her. The quality of people on there. I'm like, I would go out with you. 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 Like, okay. Much, much better pickings, I guess. Their interface is kind of strange. Um, and I don't like to pay for things, so. Oh, you have to pay like, for that one? Well, you have to pay to do beyond the basic things. Got it. Um, so, like, they send you, like, I think it's, like, 13 people every day at lunch, and you can pick, like, to, like, smash or pass, basically. Oh. And a- aside from that, they have another area called, like, Discover. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, where, like, the most eligible people are that you have the most in common with that you actually really want to go out with. But you have to spend, like, coffee beans to match with them or to like swipe on them oh so they want to make sure that this is like an investment i see yeah yeah so i don't like doing that um i think i got like a deal on them for new year's they had like half off or whatever so i was like ah fuck it let's buy a bucket of these (laughs) and see what happens but like it nothing has happened yet so okay um so more to come more to come. I don't have anything bad to say about it yet. Okay. But more to come. More to come. I like I haven't I haven't had success on it, <clears throat> but I'm also not going to say that it's necessarily the app. It could be me. Anything's <laughs> possible, but I would say statistically speaking, I I I wouldn't say that it's you. I mean, when I am out in public and people one find out that I'm divorced, mm-hmm. and then also hear that I am single, the next question is you how mm. what why mm. have you met straight men that's 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 my, you're like aware that they exist in the world yeah that's why that's gestures broadly at all of them all of them because of their fucking audacity so that leads me into one of my non-mainstream apps we'll call them okay <laughs> one is called luxy L-U-X-Y. And the other one is Millionaire Match. Um, (laughs) They both purport to have, like, very rich men, um, which, honestly, if I'm going to, like, manifest my dream guy, he's going to be, like, a CEO or an executive who travels a ton for work. When he's home, things are great. We're together. It's perfect. But, Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to be with you all the time. But we live in a dope house. We go on vacations. We do all that shit. But, like, I don't have to see you every day. Like, I could see you two weeks a month and I'll be happy. <laughs> no, totally. I don't. And like, and I say executives because like they can also match or exceed the lifestyle that I provide for myself. That's just facts. It's numbers. It's that's it. It's a numbers um, game. But like an executive who travels a lot is really, really my, like really appealing. And like, maybe I can travel with you sometimes. That'd be cool. But like, not necessary. <laughs> I agree. Um, and also, let's also just remember, it is far more expensive to seem like you're even a low-key wife or woman. It takes money to invest in those things. Like, yes. It's, it's expensive okay. to be low-key. It is. And if you want to do those things, that's fine. Me too. Same. If you don't, I totally respect that. Yeah. But it's still more expensive for you to do mm-hmm. that than it is for a man to do that. And yep. And again, if we don't do those most... things, they complain. Exactly. And, and I don't if... really care about that because, you know, suck yeah. my dick. But um, but but it is kind of like this, this like this this teetering, right? There's like yeah. a teetering between like, ah, I'm a woman, I'm in charge of my own self, but I also 
have to blend into society at some points in order to mm-hmm. make it easy, easy for myself. And yeah. I, it's okay. Cause I, I like getting massages. I like getting my hair done. I like getting my nails done. Like I like those things. You don't have mm-hmm. to, but I like it, but it costs money. It costs money and it's time. Mm-hmm. And it, those are premiums. Um, I have decided that like the next relationship I end up in, if this guy says one word about body hair, I'm like, listen, it's like five grand to laser it off my entire body. You pay for it. We're I'm done. totally taking plate. I'm totally taking payments. Like I will. Anybody. I will. I will laser every hair off of my body except for the top of my head. Gladly. Absolutely gladly. gladly. But I am not paying for that shit no. because you know what? I'm rocking very hairy legs right now. And, uh, it's pretty cold out, so it, it kind of works. Um, By the way, anybody listening to this uh, podcast who has extra money laying around who wants to pay <laughs> for our laser hair removal, we're taking donations. We'll take donations. Yep. Mm-hmm, we will. Oh, but, wow. We are all over the place tonight. We are all um, over the place. So okay. back to my rich men Correct. dating apps. Um, I broke out Luxy, L-U-X-Y, again, like yesterday maybe i haven't been on this app in like six months i don't use it a lot i it is not super easy to use like the interface is weird you can't unless you pay money for it you can't put like a parameter around the location you're looking for people in interesting so you just have to kind of hope they're serving up people in your area which occasionally they do um where but, else are these people coming from? So let's see who we've talked to this week. A guy from Chicago, someone from London. Um, this guy is from New York. Um, this guy is from the South Shore um, of Boston. Um, this one is from mm, Columbia. Um, so they're all over the world um i don't i'm i don't understand that so yeah it's very frustrating so the the i think like the the mentality is that like when you're in a certain income bracket it doesn't really matter where you are in the world because you can get there fair is where i think that this is coming from but let me just tell you what mr london had to say Mm -mm. last night who I matched with like six months ago and we, I like saw that he came, uh, he was a match with me or whatever and sent me a note last night and uh, I hadn't seen it. And when he sent his message um, like forever ago, mm-hmm. he goes, I was like, oh, hi, sorry about that. I never checked this. He goes, oh my God, you got back to me. You've been breaking my heart. And I was like, okay. I go, I saw an ad for this app today and I remembered I had an account. So I came in to check on it. And he's like, didn't even remember me specifically. Let me tell you what texts, what messages we exchanged. We exchanged one message each. So like, yeah, dude, that's it. Um, He goes, well, I've been gazing here, gazing at your pics every day, wondering when you will reply. I mean, not for nothing, dude, but my pics are fucking fire and you're just a dude. He says, you're my ultimate fantasy woman. I want you to want me. Well, let's make up for it now. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So basically, he's like, let's get down to sexting, baby. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh, gross. And so he starts to get into it. And I'm like, I don't want this. And he kind of keeps going. And finally, (laughs) like, he tells me he loves a divorcee. Because he likes to um, provide affection and love to people who are famished from it. And I'm like, oh, you're two years too late for that. Um, because this is not where I'm at right now. I was like, so you just like to clean up the mess? And he goes, I find the idea of providing sustenance to the famished very appealing. Especially oh. if you, especially if, as you say, the lady finds me very attractive. I said I thought he was attractive. He's not an ugly guy. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't refer to him as medium ugly. I no. would refer to him as like not bad looking. No, but he got pretty damn ugly when he all but 
admitted that he just wants to take advantage of women. Yes. And then he's telling me, no, I want to give happiness and pleasure. I'm saying it's appealing on a sexual level. I know a relationship is more than sex. And I said, from over 3,000 miles apart, it might be hard in practice. For now, we're engaging in chat, perhaps for chat's sake. Are you fine with indulging the chat for its own sake for now? And I said, sure, but I'm not interested in sexting. And he goes, you don't think me giving you intimate attention would be lovely? And I just go, no, I don't need or really want that kind of attention. Crickets. <laughs> so we followed him up with some kind gents from Bumble. Uh, Why do I feel like they might not be kind gents? Well, you might be right. Uh, so I matched with two guys on Bumble. Well, I matched with like 40 guys on Bumble, but two of them I started talking to. And... One of them, he's like 6'3", lives like uh, probably a little bit south of the city. I think he's like a year or so younger than me. He's cute. His job is like eh, kind of ambiguous. I can't really tell what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like had a good personality. Like we had good banter. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, you know, when I, I things start kind of going cool, I go, okay, so why are you single? Mm-hmm. And like, I just go for it because, like, fucking tell me why no one else is dating you. Correct. Because I know why I'm single. Mm-hmm. And it's because of y'all. Um, <laughs> for the most part. It's like 90% of it is because men. And the other 10% of it is because I have my own red flags. Um, which I think is fair. I think it's brave of you to admit that. <laughs> I mean, I'm nothing if I'm not honest. Fair. <laughs> Same. So... Uh, he tells me, oh, well, because people are judgmental. They're judgmental about my life. They're judgmental about my family. They, I don't make enough money. This I took a spiral. Travel. Oh, my God. So toxic. So negative. And I was like, oh, uh, judgmental about what? And he goes, I had to move home to take care of family. And I was like, oh, are you an only child, too? He goes, no. I'm like, okay. I just didn't say anything. And then like five minutes later, he unmatched from me. And I'm like, dude, he didn't say anything. Literally nothing. Yeah. So then comes this next guy who like, we're kind of, I was like, "Eh." hit or miss on if I wanted to swipe right on him because he said something in his profile about like, I'm not PC. And if that's a problem for you, like we won't work out or something like that. And I was just like, oh, "Mm." so he's a Republican and openly racist. He's not a Republican. And he says in it like Trump supporters swipe left, but also like he's not PC. So like, okay, that's me as a red flag. It's a red flag, but I I can lean orange, orange, depending on what he's not PC about. Yeah. Correct, right? Because, I mean, I do think, like, being PC can sometimes, like, stifle creativity and honesty Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, like, to advertise that you're not PC. Yeah. That's that's a red flag. Yeah. So, I was like, "Eh." Anyway, continue. He's kind of cute. Let's see, whatever. We, like, start talking about, like, what's our deals or whatever. And he tells me he's been divorced twice, once in his 20s. It took longer to get divorced than they actually were married. Um, and then he got divorced in his 30s, and now he he was done with that marriage in 2020. And I go, oh, like Britney Spears. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, she had a marriage that took longer to annul than it did mm-hmm. to get married. Um, he didn't get that joke. Um, oh. So then he goes, what do you look like? And it's spelled W-H-A-T-T-A, just the letter U, look like. Couldn't tell from you are pics well. No. I'm like 6'1", 190 pounds, brown, brown. And I'm like, "Uh, you don't know what I look like? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, all I could see was your face. You're very pretty. I just meant height. You work out. What do you do? Um, my profile says my height and my hair color and my eye color. And I don't know. I'm pretty, pretty confident that my eyes are like a standout color. Like people notice them. Mm-hmm. So for him to just be like, what do you look like? Fuck you, buddy. 
So no, I send him because a, he's asking a different question. Yeah, he wants me to see. He wants to see like naked pictures of me. Mm-hmm. So I send him a picture of me fully clothed, but like a, an OOTD picture. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm five five. And he goes, LOL, you should try smiling and taking off the shades. Whereabouts N, like instead of in, boss, instead of Boston, letter U, live. No. Question, question Q. And I said, oh, just what I always wanted. A man to tell me to smile. Maybe you should scroll through my prof- my whole profile. And he goes, I always do before I swipe, sweetie. I only meant in the pic you just sent. You had shades and you weren't smiling. No worries either way. I was saying hi. Take care of yourself. Dude, could you have come at me more aggressive? But also, like, are you drunk, high, or just an idiot? Or just an asshole. I think he's just an asshole. But also the spelling and grammar mistakes. Oh my God, I can't. I can't. Dude, you're 43 years old. No. I just, I absolutely I cannot. cannot. So this leads me to the final one. Ooh. Which is on Hinge. I'm about to go to bed last night and I see a connection come through. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, who's this? And I open it up and I see a face that unfortunately I recognize. This is a guy that I matched with about a year ago on I don't remember what app could have been OkCupid could have been Bumble could have been fucking Facebook dating for all I know when I was on that for three minutes to see what it was like and it was literally know that was a thing in my experience it is Trump supporters oh um and people who do not speak English because they would match with me and then they would say I do not speak English but I want to learn. And I'm like, that's great for you. Good luck. Oh. Um, so I'm not sure where I met this guy. We hit it off like really well. We had a lot of things in common. Like the banter was great. Like I was very interested in him. He is shorter. And when I say shorter, like I'm 5'5". Five five. I'm not like winning a tall off anywhere. The profile that I'm looking at right now says 5'9". I think he's probably 5'7 at best. Did you meet him in person? No. (laughs) And here's why. Because after texting for like five days, not even a week, not even a week, it was like a Sunday night and I was sitting on my couch and I was getting weird texts from him that like didn't make any sense. And I was like, are you okay? (laughs) This is already a bad start. (laughs) I'm fine. And I was like, okay. And then my phone rings. We have never talked on the phone before. And I don't know about you, but unless I know you, you should not be calling me unless you ask if you can call me first. I mean, yeah, we're all at that age now. Like, I don't like, even just call you most of the time. No, I ask if I can call you first. We're yeah. millennials. Who uses the phone as a millennial? Can I call you? And then are I wait free? for you. Yeah. Are you yeah. free? Like, calling someone is so intrusive. Agreed. So... He calls me and he's just like slurring his words, speaking gibberish, saying like crazy things to me like, you don't care if anything happens to me and blah, blah, blah. Mind you, this is a 41-year-old man who has roommates. Wait, this is another man with roommates? Yes. This is why I don't date guys who have roommates. This was the the first one that had a roommate and I was like oh no and then the second one over the summer who was comfortable not rescheduling so if you've got a roommate I'm sorry I'm not for you and he's just like not making any sense and I'm like I think you need to like go to bed and he's like I'm not tired he's like oh gosh so he's a toddler now cool um he's like this is the first time I call you and you're just yelling at me and I'm like I'm not if you want me to yell at you I will you need to go to bed. You need to drink some water. You need to take some Advil, like whatever. This is ridiculous. So I hang up on him because he's not making any sense. And he sends me these like gibberish texts like, sorry, I felt vulnerable and wanted to talk to you or sorry, I had feelings or yeah. And then the next day there was like a, I didn't say anything. And then the next day there was like a text of like, well, this is how it's going to end. That's pretty sad because I think there could have been like something really big here or whatever. And I'm like, no, confident that that's a hard no. So last night that wasn't happening. Yeah. So last night I see this match come through and it's him. And on Hinge, you have to like, like 
a photo or like a caption that someone has and you have the opportunity to put a comment in there. So he liked one of my pictures and his question just says, want to try again? Which also, let me take this a step back. After he did that weird phone call stuff, I waited like a day or so. And then I was like, you need to go talk to a therapist, like whatever you were doing. I don't want to be involved in that. You need someone that you can talk to about your mental health, like, and get balanced. I wish you luck, but like, I'm not for you. And then I blocked him. So I blocked him on my phone, blocked him. He cannot call me. He cannot text me. I also went back into the dating app that I met him on and unmatched him and blocked him. And then he popped up like that week in like one or two other dating apps. So I blocked him every time I saw him come up because anytime he would see me, he would swipe right and like send me a super message or whatever. Like he would be pushing to like the front of the line. So I just kept blocking him and I just never responded. So now this a year later, want to try again. Are you fucking kidding me? The audacity, the audacity. So I replied today, 12 hours later. Do I know you? (laughs) (laughs) And the response? Crickets. (laughs) Has he unmatched or blocked you or anything? He has not unmatched. And I don't know. I don't think you can see that someone's read your text. You can just see that they got sent. So I'm assuming he saw it. I mean, he probably will by now. So I'm, I'm very curious to see if he responds and what he says but like all of that shit happened in 24 hours unreal men shit talking me on bumble reaps who like nothing ever came from which that's a whole other story of like how many people you invest hours and hours and hours talking to and getting to know and then you never even meet them no i i cannot tell you what bothers me more than that like i don't want to tell another medium ugly white guy like how my day was i just i don't i can't do it anymore if you ask me how was your day over an app dude i'm i'm matching from you immediately you so here's the real question fuck marry kill queso Mm -hmm. salsa guacamole (laughs) okay oh fuck marry kill not kiss marry kill correct fuck marry kill so that's a tough one when it was kiss marry kill I, I have a solid answer. Okay. But fuck Mary Kill is different. It is. Okay. So I'd fuck guacamole. Okay. I would m- marry salsa. Uh-huh. And I would kill queso. Same. But like when it was kiss Mary Kill, mm-hmm. I would kiss salsa. Mm-hmm. I would marry guac and I would still kill queso. Yes. Same. Is it because you're but it's because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Same. Like, if I have to kill one, and guacamole, honestly, I can eat that in every single meal. I can, but it's so often hit or miss. Oh, which I'll is eat. why even bad guacamole is still guacamole. I, it is one of my all-time favorite foods, but I think that even if it's just like- mashed up avocado that they're calling guacamole, I will lick it off a spoon. Oh, absolutely. Have I made you my guacamole? <laughs> no. Oh, I made you need the to best. Do it guacamole okay that i cannot believe i haven't made that for you it even i i used to have when I, I used to live in hawaii for the listeners who don't know most amazing place on the world there's a whole lot of questions about the ethics of it now because of native hawaiians i respect them but still to this day it is my favorite place to live anyway i learned how to make guacamole there from someone who i'm no longer friends with interesting and i've changed the recipe a little bit from hers still very grateful to her for this to this day because of this guacamole but this is where it gets very nicole i would host parties which that in itself is kind of shocking um do you host guacamole parties well i hosted parties and we had guacamole i would stand by my own bowl of guacamole and more or less eat the guacamole all night because you know that I'm an introverted extrovert. So I can only handle like so much. And uh, so the guac and I had a great time. <laughs> you know what? Guacamole never lets me down. It really doesn't. It does sometimes for me, but I respect. It does for me. I can, I can, I can, I fuck with guacamole all the time. Um, so yeah, that's actually an opening line that I've been using because I fucking hate being the person who has to make the first impressions in Bumble. So hey, I use stupid lines like that. Hey, Kristen. And, 
Hey, Nicole. How's your day? I'm going to stab myself in the ear with a fucking pencil. <laughs> That's why we kiss, marry, or kill. We do. Kiss, marry, or kill. Condiments. Associated with amazing Mexican and Tex-Mex food. Yes. From the people that I sent that to today, at least six of them were like, kiss and guacamole. And I'm like, no, I'm not asking what you want to do to me. I'm asking what you want to do to the condiment. We should end this episode with you reading verbatim the initial responses from those opening lines today. I absolutely will do that. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening, <laughs> welcome to dating apps. Here we go. So I enter with kiss, Mary, kill, salsa, queso, guacamole. First response. Where do I sign up? Miss Next Point. response. Say what? And I say, it's a take on Fuck, Mary Kill. Have you never played? LOL. I have never played. I guess I need to learn the rules. Dude, not for me. Next. Oh, this guy got it. Kiss queso, marry salsa, kill guacamole. And I would be heartbroken about the guacamole. I ask the same of you. He was the first one that got it. That's a shame. Yeah. Next. Ah, kiss salsa, marry guac, kill queso. Those good fats in the guac help keep you healthy. Salsa has tremendous variety in queso far too often tastes like plasticized salty cheese. I don't have the same reasoning for why I would kill queso, but I don't disagree. He he understood the assignment. He understood the assignment. That that's a that's a very Nicole answer, actually. Yeah. I'm still talking to that one. Oh good. Um, yeah. Uh next one. I have to admit, I'm a bit confused by your line, lol. Kill could be positive or negative, lol. Fucking kidding me? No. Next one. <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Uh-oh. Kill none of them. I'd be in an ethically non-monogamous poly relationship with all three. <laughs> okay, fair. That's and an I excellent said, answer. Okay, that's excellent. You win. And he goes, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm so excited. I know, I've never won anything before. What did I win? Oh, no. <laughs> I go, a date with me. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's three more um, because I was apparently very busy today. Um, Tough one. Kiss queso, marry salsa, kill guacamole. But that's not fair because I love me a well-made guacamole, but it's just not a go-to because I don't have good guacamole often. LOL. Respect. Respect, but I respectfully disagree. Correct. This man got it immediately. Kiss guacamole, marry queso, and kill salsa, which I can also get on board with. And then this this is the most recent one. Never. So I send a question mark. What are you a pirate? <laughs> Never. Go, Never. Never. So then he goes, salsa and guac are Gemini twins of the gods. To eliminate one is blasphemous. Yet queso I could live without? Question mark. I'd rather throw myself off a cliff and float away watching my lifeless queso-loving body drift out to sea. How about you? Okay, sir. I see you. Thoughtful answer. The Gemini Little... Twins has me. Uh, that just makes me think of Twin Flames, and we know that's a bad idea. Hmm. I think you just stick with the ethically non-monogamous <laughs> at that point. Ethically non-monogamous. But, I mean, with the way the stats, the stats go, honestly... Out of all of these that I just read you, if I go on a date with one of these people, I will be shocked. It'll be a, it'll be a miracle. And what did I read you? Like 10? Yes. And also, that same one may no-show. Or be comfortable not rescheduling. So when anyone asks why I'm single, this this is why. I'm comfortable not rescheduling. I'm comfortable not rescheduling. Like, I just cannot. With the no. audacity of men. Agreed. The audacity like, where do they of get men. It? Where do they get it? I don't know, but I hope my children don't get it. <laughs> I want to get some of it. I know. They, what's the saying? If we all had the confidence of a mediocre, mediocre white man. White. Have the audacity of a mediocre white man. Always. We and on farewell. that note, we bid you farewell. Until the next listeners. episode, of course. Of course. Where we will actually talk about Dan. <laughs> oh, Dan. To all the listeners out there, I hope you have the confidence of a mediocre white man. Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Dating. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio. 
Um, if you can think of it, we are on it and you should be subscribing. If you like what you're hearing, give us five stars. Send your friends links to hear these episodes. The more people that hear these stories, honestly, the better their lives will be. And as always, if you have questions, we've got answers. Send them on and slide into our DMs on Instagram. And honestly, I would love to hear what you guys have to share about the audacity of men you've experienced. Or send us your stories at dammitimdatingpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Until next time, I'm Kristen. I'm Nicole. And this is Damn It, I'm Dating the Podcast.